Hi everyone and welcome. This is the Be Well, Be Safe, Be Happy, Eat Ice Cream podcast and I'm your host, Coach Brad. This podcast is about all things related to love, life, health, and the pursuit of happiness. Every week, I'll interview a different guest who is setting a new standard and redefining what it means to get the most out of life. With that, let's get started. Okay, welcome everybody. As always, pleasure to be here with you. And as I always say, thank you so much for for tuning in today. I know, again, there's a ton of podcasts out there, so definitely appreciate you taking the time to, to be here. As always, this is the Be Well, Be Safe, Be Happy, Eat Ice Cream podcast, and I'm your host, Coach Brad, and I'm just so fortunate and blessed to have another awesome, awesome guest today. Uh, I have a young woman with me here today. Her name is Caitlin Broswell, and she's she's got a, a wallop of experience. She's a health coach. Uh, she is a as aesthetician, I hope I'm saying that right, a skincare specialist, a yoga teacher, uh, recently graduated too with a bachelor's in health education and nutrition. So she's going to be sharing a little bit of her story today uh, about some early health issues that she had and some things that she's learned about in the uh, skincare industry and whatnot and how she was able to turn that around uh, and get healthy. And in particular, this, this is a big issue I know for a lot of women out there is this idea of hormone balance. So how does eating and nutrition and hormone balance and skincare and some of all that good stuff uh, come into play? So Caitlin is living proof of all of this. She's been there. She's lived it. She's done it. She's seen it. So Caitlin, welcome to the podcast. Thanks so much for being here. Really appreciate that. Thank you, Brad. I'm really glad to be here. And that was a, a great introduction. So thank you. <laughs> thank you. Yeah, I've got some notes here. And you know, still still getting used to the podcast world. It's like, where do, where do my eyes go the notes or the, or the microphone or any of that? But uh, no, truly, truly, thank you for being here. So Caitlin, I know you and I have talked a little bit. And I've, I've heard some of your story from your podcast. But take us back a little bit. What were some of these these skin issues you were having some of these health issues you were having some hormone imbalance? type issues that you were having and, and how did you kind of switch it from like not so healthy to now being healthy and, and all of that stuff well take us back through some of your story and, and your journey a little bit yeah so I I would basically say that it pretty much starts you know back as far as you know I can remember and you know my childhood was relatively healthy actually and I ate mostly home-cooked meals. My mom was very, very health-oriented, and she wanted my siblings and I to follow suit in that. She was a personal trainer and very athletic, so I actually had a really good and healthy childhood, and when I hit puberty, I was one of those kids that was chubby for, pu you know, like during puberty, okay. which is normal actually, because children need to have a certain fat percentage on their body to actually be able to start puberty. So that's why you see a lot of kids, you know, chubby around, you know, that puberty age. So, you know, it's normal, but after puberty, I probably went the wrong route when it came to food choices, you know, being older at that point and sort of being able to choose for myself what to eat rather than, you know, being fed 
you know, by my parents as a child, I started to make my own choices and they weren't really that great, you know, mainly processed foods and lots of pop, you know, and pizza and all this stuff. And, um, yeah, it just made me kind of retain that baby weight and then some, so it made me sort of be overweight. And this was probably, you know, after puberty, I would say, you know, I was 15, 16 years old and gaining weight and, you know, I didn't lose it after puberty. And that was sort of, you know, not noticeable by me at the moment. I wasn't really looking in the mirror and noticing it, but then some other things started to happen. You know, I was having really bad acne, even though, you know, I, yeah, I was having pretty bad acne and it was like, unbeknownst to me, you know, like what the trigger was, I had no clue. I just thought, you know, oh, I'm just, you know, I'm young, I'm a teenager, I'm going through hormonal changes, you know, it'll be cleared up by the time I'm 20. And, you know, shoot forward to 20, I still have really bad acne, and I'm still overweight. And I'm like, okay, you know, I'm still young, you know, shoot forward a couple years, and my acne will probably be cleared up. Well, no, a couple years came and went, still had really bad acne among lots of other things like anxiety. And, you know, around this time I was still, you know, eating pretty processed food heavy. So it wasn't until I met my husband actually that we sort of dove into the world of healthy eating and organic food and yoga and, you know, taking care of your body and doing these things. And I had him as an accountability partner. So together we sort of dove into all of the health fads, you know, and all of the health documentaries that you uh-huh. can find on Netflix, the good ones and the bad ones. Oh, okay. And we tried all different kinds of things. I tried all different kinds of diets, all of the, you know, low calorie and, super crazy exercise and high carb diet. And I would lose weight and gain it back and lose weight. And there was a time where I got really thin actually, because I was barely eating, but my acne always stayed. My acne was always there. And I was like, okay, you know, what's going on? I eat really good. Sorry, Caitlin. How old were you at this time, Caitlin? So I kind of jumped forward to, you know, the age of 20, 21, 22, 23. And right now I'm 28. Okay. So, um, a few years back. Okay. And, um, usually by that age, as I say, usually by that age, you know, early twenties, the acne is, is cleared up for, for men and women, but I guess in your case, that wasn't so, so that, that was from some of the processed foods then do you think, or. I think so. And yeah, you're right. It's, you know, usually by that time around like the age of 20 to, you know, 25, your hormones should definitely be leveled out for both men and women where you, you know, it's pretty normal to break out every once in a while, especially for women, because we have hormonal fluctuations monthly and well daily really, but you know, we have ups and downs. And, you know, sometimes we might break out because of our hormones, you know, doing this thing or that thing. But for me, it was like a constant thing and it was just frustrating and embarrassing. And I even went and learned about skincare. I I did a, a skincare program to become a skincare therapist. And 
those things worked temporarily, but really it was just a quick fix. It wasn't a lifelong cure. So kind of like to skip forward, it really wasn't until I adopted the way of eating that I do now, eating and living really, not just eating, it's also a lifestyle that Mm -hmm. I actually got control of my skin issues and that I maintain my weight and have energy. Um, And yeah, I I definitely owe that to the diet for sure. So this old way of eating was was primarily like processed food, you said, then pizza and and pastas or other things. And then so you said you switched to this healthy eating. Uh, So what what did that look like? What is healthy eating uh, for you now? Yeah, so it was definitely a lot of processed foods, you know, like you said, pizza and all of these things that you would think of when you think of junk food. But Uh I also ate what I thought was healthy. I was eating like really healthy carbs and I was eating, you know, wheat bread and brown rice. And I was eating lean meat and low fat, all of these things that, you know, when I started to learn about nutrition, I was getting my info from like mainstream air quote, mainstream, whatever that means to you. Uh And it was that low fat, lean protein, high carb, all of that. And that's part of the confusion and the revelation really, when I switched over to high fat, moderate protein and lower carbs, and it's very animal based. So I eat an, I eat animal meat in pretty much every meal and I don't shy away from butter. I don't shy away from any animal fat and I don't eat wheat or any type of grains. And that includes rice. And I, I, I eat it on occasion, but it's very, very rare. Okay. So Kayla, let me ask you a, a couple things here. This is fascinating. So when you switch to this more animal-based uh, diet or nutrition or eating, whatever, whatever word that works for, works for anyone, uh, what were, so your acne went away, the bloating went away, the hormones got balanced or what were, what were some of the health changes you noticed? Yeah. So right away when I very first got into the higher fat, higher protein world is when I tried keto for the first time. So I tried the keto diet, which I'm sure most people are aware of, but if any listeners aren't sure, it's basically really high fat and like moderate protein and almost no carbs. I mean, you can do a low carb on keto, but it's almost none. And so that's what I tried. And immediately within one week, one week, I lost, actually, maybe it was more like a week and a half. I lost eight pounds. Wow. And yeah, but, you know, granted, it was probably water weight, a lot of that at first from, you know, being a little bit more bloated because when you eat carbs, when you eat a higher carb diet, you hold on to water a little bit more. Um, so as soon as I cut those things out, I cut the carbs out and such, I just dropped weight and I wasn't bloated. I wasn't puffy. 
And then I started to see a lot of other things change. My nail beds, like my fingernails were like nice and long and strong. My skin started to clear up too within that first month. My hair was like a little bit more shiny. I had a little bit more energy and I just felt a lot better. And part of that was the weight drop. But because on top of that, in total, I ended up losing like 25 pounds altogether at first when I first tried keto. Um, but aside from that, it was the hormone balance. All of my hormones were being properly facilitated because I was eating a higher fat diet because fat is really, really necessary for your hormones to function and for nutrient absorption too. So, you know, I was nutrient deficient before, and I was finally feeling the effects of good nutrition. So, um, yeah, I would say that my acne really, really cleared up. I, I was having way less breakouts. And now today it only happens once in a blue moon. Um, but my weight loss was probably also one of those really awesome achievements because I just always had that like extra 10, 20 pounds that I felt like was normal for me. I just would be like, Oh, you know, I'm just, I'm just big boned, you know, I'm just thick, you know, right. kind of a person. Right. Um, but that obviously is not the case since I was able to lose the weight and, and maintain it and, um, balance out my hormones and, and all of that. So I would definitely say those are the biggest, the biggest changes that I noticed. I want to get back to this hormone balancing uh, in a second, but real quick, I want to ask you, so during this, this change to diet and, and hormones balancing out and skin issues clearing up, were, were you exercising at all, running or lifting weights or doing anything like that? Or was this strictly like a, a diet nutrition thing that you lost all this weight? Yeah, as far as the weight loss is concerned, honestly, that's the only thing I did to lose all that weight. I didn't exercise at first when I did keto. So for three months of the first three months of keto, I literally did no exercise other than the fact that I'm an active person normally. So, you know, I have dogs, so we'd go on hikes or just go for walks mm -hmm. or, you know, go swimming in the lake nearby. So I was like pretty active, but I wasn't doing any like crazy cardio or weightlifting at that time. So the weight loss was definitely from just changing my diet and cutting out the, the wheat and the grains and all of that and upping my fat and protein. So yeah, that, that is so key. I think a lot of people think, you know, you're supposed to exercise or whatever. Like I know a lot of people just, you know, their goal is simply to lose weight and, and in particular for women. And they think, well, I've got to go to the gym or exercise, but really a lot of it just comes down to diet and nutrition. Wouldn't you say? Yeah, I, I 100% agree with that because there, there's something that is called the, and Brad, I know that you're probably aware of this um, because of, you know, being on your way to primal health coaching and such. But the 80-20 rule is kind yeah. of like what, you know, is said um, for any of the listeners who don't know, it's 80% of your health is determined by your nutrition and 20% is determined by your lifestyle and lifestyle would be, you know, things like environment, exercise, sleep, stress. So 80% of your health outcome is, is coming from the food that you eat. 
And that's, that's, that's true. You, you said it that a lot of people think that exercise is, is the most important, but really the food you eat can get you the results that you're looking for as far as general wellness goes. You know, if it comes to gaining, you know, a, a massive amount of muscle or getting certain gains, then yeah, exercise is going to, going to play a role. But when it comes to just being healthy and in shape naturally, food is really, is really going to be your best bet. Yeah. And I think a lot of people really underestimate how important food is. I'm just, as I'm listening to you, I'm trying to think there was, I, I include food as one of the natural medicines and I, I forget his name. I want to say Socrates, but I know that wasn't it, but food is thy medicine and medicine is thy food or, or something like that. Uh, Hippocrates, right. that, that was his name, the, the, the oh, right. first, first doctor guy, but so let me get back to this idea. You mentioned uh, hormones, hormonal balance. I know this is critical for women and this idea of, of you ate fats, like healthy fats. So what, what, what is up with that? Cause we're told like, you know, don't eat fat, trim the fat off of your uh, steak, don't eat butter, all of that stuff. So what are some of these healthy fats that you've been eating and how big a role do they play in this whole idea of hormone balance, especially for women? Cause I know this is a huge issue for a lot of women out there. Yeah. Yeah. It, it really is. And, um, so basically the fats that I consume are very heavily like saturated fat based. So a lot of animal fats from beef mostly, um, and also pork every once in a while, like bacon and sausage. I also add a lot of different fats. So I eat butter with a lot of my meals. I add it to a lot, um, grass-fed butter and I do like high fat dairy and I do like high fat, um, milk as well. I drink whole milk. Um, and that's just because I can tolerate it. So not everybody can tolerate milk. Um, but because I know that I can, I choose to include that. Um, some people may not and other dairy as well. Um, but I get most of my fat from animal meat and it's super crucial for your hormones because our thyroid and a lot of our other glands in our body actually uses fat as a catalyst to help create these hormones. And the fat actually sort of triggers actions and reactions in the body and does so much more than that, really. I mean, for immune support and function of certain body systems and everything is sort of like a domino effect. So when you eat good fat, it's going to allow you know, your thyroid or other glands to be able to produce these hormones a little bit more efficiently. And then it's also going to be able to be transported to your other organs or other cells that it needs to go to uh, because of the fat and um, nutrients as well. A lot of our important nutrients are fat soluble. So that means that they can only be absorbed with fat as their transportation agent, really. So if you're avoiding this good fat in your life, then you're sort of hurting your hormone function by not really giving your body what it needs to be able to do these functions as well as absorb nutrients. So uh, yeah, fat's very important. And women have sort of been fed, this is something I say all the time, 
women have been fed this low fat lie. And so many women I know, you know, maybe not so much now, although I know it's still happening, but I know that in the past, there's been a lot of low fat fad diets. And you see at the grocery store, so many products, they say low fat, or yeah, yeah, low fat reduced yeah. fat. Yeah, exactly. Well, that just means that they took the fat out and then they added sugar because the flavor is in the fat. <laughs> yeah. So, wow. That's a huge point there. Wow. I never even thought of that, but yeah, you're kind of, yeah. you're kind of, yeah. Like mainstream does say like low fat or reduced fat. And we think that that's healthy and that we should eat that and eat those products. But you're actually kind of saying the opposite that we need to eat that fat. So don't buy the reduced fat. Don't buy the low fat, buy the stuff with fat in, because that's what, especially for women regulates and balances the hormones. Am I, am I getting that right? Yeah, you're getting that right. And it's, it is for men too, not just women, oh, because okay. men, I was, I was going to ask you that. How, yeah. How does this work for men also? Yeah. Men, men rely, you know, like the physical male body also relies on hormones for all of its functions. And it's not just women who, whose hormones use fat to function. It's also men. It's the same, it's the same exact process. And men need fat just as much as women do. And an argument that people always, always bring up is that fat clogs the arteries. That's like, yeah. yes, that's the, huge. Yeah. What that's about like that? the biggest, the biggest thing, fat and cholesterol, not just fat itself, because eventually fat gets broken down into lipids and other compounds that the body uses. But cholesterol, they say, you know, when you eat more saturated fat and meat and all of that good stuff, your cholesterol levels rise and then plaque builds up in the bloodstream. And that's just actually not right. And it's starting to be disproven. And what has been shown, and I don't have a study handy, but I would definitely find one and send it to you so that you can share it with your listeners. Sure. But um there's been recent studies to show that actually inflammation from grains and from wheat products and processed foods, inflammation in the body is what is causing that plaque buildup. And cholesterol is only involved because it's there, such as, so is fat, it's, it's going through the bloodstream, so it could build up. But if you were to eliminate the grains and the wheat, our bodies know what to do with that cholesterol and we need it. We actually need cholesterol for hormone function as well. Um, we need it for a lot of things. So the idea that cholesterol and fat cause your arteries to clog is just, is just not true. So um, I, I'll, I'll find that study and I'll send it to you so that, so that you can share it. But um, it's just really interesting because a lot of these studies that that people draw from are kind of old science and okay. they're also epidemiology. They're also epidemiology studies, which means that it's basically just observational of a large group of people. And it doesn't take into account, you know, whether they're smokers or if they don't exercise or if they have certain other parameters in their life, you know, that are causing that. So, you know, if they're looking at a study or they're looking at a group of people that call themselves meat eaters, they're not really deciphering like, okay, this person's eating a steak, but this other person's eating McDonald's meat on a hamburger, like with the processed bun and all of that. Both of them are still meat eaters, 
but the McDonald's eater is probably going to show that they have, you know, high cholesterol, plaque built up, all of this stuff because they're eating the processed form and they're also including grains and wheat. Whereas somebody who's doing it more whole foods approached is going to be healthier because they're eating real food. And that's why epidemiology is not very reliable when it comes to these studies. We need real clinical research. And this, I just actually read this on um, a recent a recent announcement that was put out that there's actually no real clinical trials that show that meat and fat are related to heart disease. So there's no true real correlation that can be found, but there is on the opposite side showing that meat and fat are beneficial for humans. So that just kind of goes to show you that the science against it is just not strong. Yeah, let, let me jump in here uh, for anyone listening. So Caitlin knows a ton. She knows what she's talking about, and she has done the research. Uh, there is, and, and I'm a little familiar with some of the research you're referring to, Caitlin, but if you're wondering what the heck's, if you're listening to this now and you're wondering what the heck's going on, what is she talking about? I'm supposed to eat fat now or whatever, when I've been told my whole life not to eat fat give Caitlin a shout out, reach out to her, get in touch with her and her website. You can find her at her website, primalkate.com. I'm going to spell that for you. I'm also going to put this in my podcast description, but primalkate.com, P-R-I-M-A-L-K-A-I-T.com. And she's really active on Instagram too. So you can find her Instagram handle is at primalkate, same spelling, all one word, P-R. I-M-A-L-K-I-T. I'm trying to remember how to spell here. Uh, <laughs> but again, reach out to Caitlin if you're listening and you're one, you're trying to figure this stuff out, hormone balance, loss of weight, why you're not losing weight or why you're losing, gaining it back. You know, Caitlin talked about the water weight. Oh my God, I'm getting goosebumps. I think I might reach out to you, Caitlin. You, you know a little bit more about the eating than I do, uh, but reach out to her, give her a shout out. Um, she's a health coach too, and she can definitely work with you. So let's, let's, um, so let me pick the, the health coaching part of your brain, uh, Caitlin. So someone is listening to this. And they're saying, yeah, this healthy eating, but I'm just, you know, I don't even know how to get started. Like, what, what would you say to someone like, just in terms of like, you know, I, I run this thing I call couch to healthy. They want to figure out how to get started with this eating. How do they, how do they get started? How do they start making, you know, changes to like the, you know, the processed foods where you were to, you know, how do they go from where you were to where you are, so to speak? What, what would you say? Yeah, that's uh, um, a good question. So I definitely believe in baby steps. So if you're coming from eating processed food daily and not exercising and just sort of being very sedentary and stressed, the biggest thing I can say that you could do today is to cut back on your consumption of grains as well as vegetable oils. So that would be things like corn oil, uh, palm oil, uh, soybean oil, canola oil, mm. all of those process, highly processed vegetable oils, cut back on those, cut back on the grains and up your animal protein. If upping your fat sounds kind of scary right now, 
just worry about upping your animal protein and you're going to, you're going to get healthy fats that way as well. Um, but if you're like gung ho about the whole fat thing, just start adding in butter and coconut oil and MCT oil and eating fattier cuts of steak and, um, just animal products in general. You're, if you can tolerate dairy, start adding in full fat dairy. And then just as far as exercise is concerned, you don't need to go kill yourself in the gym. Just go for a walk every day. And that's how you could get started right away. You don't need any fancy routine that, you know, you, you log on every day and you're like, okay, I got to eat this specifically, do this specifically, just kind of listen to your body and eat, eat real food, eat real food and go for walks. That's, that's probably my best advice for, for if you just want to get started. And like you said, do your research because you can listen to people talk about these things all day, but you'll never really grasp the real reason and the theory unless you go and search and learn and you know, watch YouTube videos, read articles. You really have to be your own researcher when it comes to this stuff, because you never know who's funding what research and, you know, what the bias is and what the agenda is. You just kind of have to rely on yourself and, and do, do the research. And, and Caitlin, I know you've done a lot of research in terms of skincare products too, and these different makeups and creams that women are, are applying. I, I don't have time to jump into the, all that today. Uh, perhaps, you know, I'd love to have you back on another podcast. I, I'm going to take the wimpy card because I'm lazy about doing research. So again, if you're listening, Caitlin's done the research for you. Um, <laughs> Do, 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 do yourself a solid again, reach out to her because she's got all the answers to all this. She's been through the journey. She's done the research. So I'm, I'm kind of lazy uh, to do my own research. Sometimes I rely on others who have done the research that I know and trust and are credible. So again, Caitlin, reach out to her. Primalkate.com is her website, Instagram at Primalkate. She can walk you through all of this uh, healthy eating and and walking that that kind of sum sums it up caitlin i'm starting to run out of time but i want to ask uh so how is your life now in terms of energy in terms of feeling good and healthy in terms of feeling fit like how how are you now compared to where you were when you started this oh i have done like a complete turnaround i i have a lot more energy and stamina and just a more general feeling of well-being really i mean that's what it comes down to because i'm not perfect i don't have you know i'm not ripped i'm not i don't follow the diet to a t every single day but i do feel a lot better in my body and more like you know a real true human being um in the most primal sense um but but i i definitely feel like everyone has their days, you know, and it's winter and where I live, it's dark really early and we've got a lot of snow. So, um, I still go through my ups and downs and, you know, have my moments, but, but as a whole, I think that I have improved, you know, 90, at least 90%. And really I only started this primal journey, you know, three years ago. So 10, 20 years from now, who knows where I will be. 
So that's that's a good point. Um, and I tell anyone who's listening, you know, if you're in your 20s or 30s, start this, you know, healthy journey now with Caitlin or, or you can always give me a shout out too. But the sooner you start, the longer, you know, don't wait till you're in your 50s, 60s, 70s, 80s, certainly 80s or 90s to, to start this journey. So Caitlin, in terms of this, this eating and, and healthy fats, another question, would you say this is in your life, it's made a little bit of a difference or a medium amount? of difference or a huge difference or like just this super huge difference in your life um definitely super huge um just because before i was almost eating no fat because i was following the guidelines of you know our nutrition and health officials that we think that we can you know follow and I was eating really low fat and I was using vegetable oils to cook with. And I was having all of the health issues that go along with it, but I wasn't connecting the dots. And when I finally connected the dots and turned things around, it was like the light bulb went on in my head. And I realized how all these things were connected. And now that I'm a little bit more informed, I can then sort of follow that inner intuition and know what's going on and adjust accordingly. But as far as the, you know, amount of change that it made in my life, I would definitely say there's a super, a super difference when it comes to my skin health and my hormonal health. Um, and fertility is another really oh, big thing too, yeah, for yeah. women with, with eating fat, just like how children need to have a certain body percent uh, percentage to start puberty, women have to have a certain body for body fat percentage and fat intake in order to get pregnant and to have regular hormonal cycles and menstrual cycles every single month. So that's a really big thing for women and not a lot of people know that it's attributed to fat. So I would say that because eating higher fat helped me in all of those areas, I would say it's a super, a super difference. And I starting to run out of time, but I, I have so much more I want to ask. I just real quickly for anyone listening, what take us through like what a typical meal looks like for you? Do you eat breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Or what, what is, we know what you eat, but like, how do you eat? And like, you know, animal protein, every meal or kind of paleo style or what, what, what is, what does a meal look like for you and, and how often do you eat or how much do you eat? Yeah. So I sort of kind of take it day by day, really. I eat when I'm hungry and I sometimes will fast in the morning a lot of times because I'm just normally not hungry until about noon. Um, so I would say that I usually break my fast around noon most days and that works for me, but that, that necessarily won't work for everybody. Everyone's different. And I usually break my fast with some type of balanced meal, like pretty large too. I'll try to eat as much as I can for my first meal of the day. And it'll be heavily animal protein based with some form of like fruit or vegetable on the side. Okay. A lot of what I do is like steak with eggs and avocado. Um, we also have venison that we harvested ourselves um, because we're hunters. So oh, yeah. we'll do 
venison steak or venison roast. And there's always some sort of side of vegetables. Like I, I have an air fryer, so I play around with a lot of different stuff and I'll do sweet potato fries or sweet potato mash. I, you know, I, I eat vegetables too. I make, you know, cucumber salad type dishes and, um, I, I eat pretty balanced, but, but yeah, as far as like how often I would say I break my fast around noon and then I usually don't eat again until dinner time and I have another huge meal. But like I said, that works for me and it's not always exactly that. Some days I eat less, some days I eat more and it all depends on my activity as well. Um, but yeah, I don't really count my calories. I don't really track my macros. I just have been doing it for so long that I kind of know what my plate should look like. But, um, but yeah, the main, the main takeaway with that really is just that I eat when I'm hungry and I still keep it pretty balanced with, with meat and vegetables, but mainly meat. <laughs> yeah. And I know there's, there's this kind of principle out there, you know, it's called when, when hunger ensues naturally versus the, you know, your brain says breakfast time, lunchtime, dinner time. Uh, you may, you may have said this Caitlin, but I want to touch on real quick. Uh, when you eat this healthy fat, high healthy fat and animal protein, you're not as hungry. And so you can go longer periods of time without food. Your body is converting uh, to using animal fat for fuel versus the insulin spikes, which, which we haven't got into, but I know, you know, a lot about that, Caitlin. Uh, again, if you're listening, Caitlin's done the research. She knows her stuff. She's lived it. She's living proof of this. Give her a shout out. If you're having trouble, hormone balance, uh, losing weight, keeping it off, uh, changing lifestyles, you're stuck. You want to get off the couch and get started. Give her a shout out primalkate.com or Instagram at primalkate. Uh, Caitlin, this has been awesome. I'm sure we could uh, continue and, and talk for more. Uh, I'm going to start to wrap this up. But before I do, is you sent a you said a ton of stuff already. Is there anything else you'd like to add for anyone listening today that you haven't maybe said already? Um, I don't think so. I mean, really, just the, if I could leave you, the listeners, with anything, it's just that you are the only thing that is standing in your way. So if you want to make a change, it's just as simple as changing, you know, one tiny little thing in your routine. You know, maybe instead of eating one thing, you just decide that day that you're going to pick something else instead. So instead of, you know, stopping at McDonald's to get something to eat, maybe you decide to go to your local grocery store deli to just get something more fresh. It can literally just be the simplest of changes. And that's really all it takes to start that waterfall to uh, being healthier and happier. Yeah. And, and obviously, Caitlin, you're a living proof with how you've turned your, your lifestyle around and how you figured that this out and how you took the initiative uh, to do the research on your own. So again, um, Caitlin's the real deal. Give her a shout out, primalkate.com, Instagram at primalkate. To anyone listening, yeah, I, I know it can be challenging. You get caught in that. I call it the wash, rinse, repeat cycle. You lose weight, gain weight, lose it, all, all of that stuff. Um, 
Caitlin is certainly one that can definitely help you with that. So Caitlin, I wish we could stay on longer. Um, I try to keep this around 35 to 40 minutes. Uh, we're about out of time. So for anyone listening, again, give Caitlin a shout out. And I appreciate you listening as always. And until next time, this is Coach Brad saying, be well, be happy, be safe, eat ice cream, uh, eat the healthy fat ice cream, I guess. Uh, <laughs> there's that too, <laughs> not the reduced fat. But anyway, uh, until next time, be well, be safe, be happy, eat ice cream, everyone. Thanks so much for listening. Take care and we'll see you next time.